what do we do here? Like, what do we do? That was a huge win. That was a huge come from behind win. Yeah. Against the defending Stanley Cup champions. Mm hmm. Rewind a week ago. It's a disaster. Keith's getting fired. Dubas is getting fired. A core guy's getting traded. Yep. And I think it's important for you and I, as two guys who do a weekly show, not a daily show, because when you do a daily show, you are on the roller coaster. And I think that we need to bring a sense of perspective. Like, I'm not saying not get, like, let's not get super high on that win we should that was a great win yeah but i don't just want to forget last week when the house was on fire like what do we this is the exact thing that you me and you said that we weren't gonna do we weren't gonna get caught up in the highs and lows we weren't gonna get carried away are you getting caught up no, I'm trying to stay level-headed because I just know that tomorrow I'm going to wake up, I'm going to open my phone, and there's going to be all kinds of articles about like well, how great this Leaf team is and where they're at. And it's just like, what perspective can you and I provide? Those people are idiots. The people waking up and writing those articles are idiots. Okay, there you go. Because, there you go. again... You and I, we we predict things, yeah. and and honestly, we're on a pretty good heater. Ever since last season, when you said Phil Deneau sucks, and I said Carey Price is washed, yeah. good take. Yeah. Since this season started, we're on a heater. What did we say? That they're going to go through stretches where it looks awful. Yes, they are going to go on stretches where they go on heaters and they make you into. An almost believer. Yes. And what has happened? Yep. And it goes back to what I said last week. And the week before that and the week before that. This hockey team is the exact yep. same hockey team that they have been since this era started. Kyle, Kyle Dubas Maple Leafs hockey. Yes. That's what this is. Because... I want everyone to keep top of mind. And again, I don't, I get, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I get self-conscious because you and I have been criticized before about being too negative. We're too negative. I don't think we're negative. But I don't, yeah, no, I agree. I don't see it as negativity. I see it as being realistic. Yeah. And the realistic fact is that game would have never even made it to overtime, and John Tavares wouldn't have had the opportunity to get the tying goal if Jack Campbell didn't make six ten bellers in a row. Yeah, and and we can recognize that. Like we can look back at that game, and yeah, the outcome is the outcome. Big win, huge win. I think for anything, it's not so much a win telling me that they're a playoff team. It, it's a win that I know that is going to affect that dressing room in a positive way. Yes. That's what I take away from this victory is it can't do any harm mentally yep. to win a game like that, regardless how it happened. That's how they're going to win games against good teams. And for Jack Campbell, like 
Biggest positive coming out of the game, Jack Campbell. Yes, 100%. Like, without question. Look at the stats. We were watching the game together, and you you said at least two or three times that you don't care about what Freddie Anderson is doing in Carolina if Jack Campbell is going to play like this. Well, I don't care what he's doing because it's just like he's gone. It's gone. It's old so news. It, it, it makes, but it does make it a lot easier when you like. I I didn't. At the beginning of the season, I said that Jack Campbell was going to be the most important player for this hockey team, and. You, it doesn't even matter if it's Jack Campbell or it's Patrick Waugh or Martin Brodeur. When your number one goalie is making saves like that, keeping you in a hockey game, having a 930 save and a goals against average of under two, you're going to have a good chance to win hockey games. Yes. And, and for a guy who is unproven, who's been hurt, who has struggled, who came here and played well, to get this chance and see him succeed and watching the Amazon documentary and seeing the type of guy that he is, it makes me feel damn good. Yes. It makes me feel good. I agree. I'm very, I'm really happy for him. Yeah. Super likable guy. 100%. And he's athletic in the net. And it's just like so far, like ever since he's gotten here, really, what what bad has come from him? Not, nothing. He's literally played well since day one, since he's gotten here. And it's just... Like tonight, like, dude, eight breakaways. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What are they doing? Yeah. Like, the Leafs had possession all night and had no chances like that. And on oh, my phone just went off. That's okay. What dude, keep idiot. going. Keep going. But five dollar fine. Yeah, five dollar fine. Maybe I gotta take a swig. Yeah, but him. Like, <laughs> Jack Campbell playing well is going to give a team that struggles defensively and gives up a lot of chances a chance to win every single night. And he's done that since day one of getting here and day one of this season. Yep. I mean, one thing I'm realizing about myself as a fan this year is I'm less interested in dissecting individual performances Jack Campbell aside, because goal being a goalie and goaltending is a whole other beast. But in terms of like, like Matthews, Marner, Nylander, the core, Morgan Riley, Rasmus Sandy, I'm I'm less interested in dissecting individual performances and more interested in the collective and the holistic. I've I, I've watched our episodes back. Hmm. The amount of times that I've used the word holistic. Yes. Oh my God! Take a take a drink every time you hear me say holistic, or better yet, take a swig of an old Milwaukee. Take a swig of an old mill. The the, the best beer in town. You'll be you'll be dummied by the end of this episode. But like, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not as like concerned about Austin Matthews' point totals. Like I'm not like in previous years I've been invested. Like, is he going to get forty? Is he going to get fifty? Yeah. Like tonight on the pregame show, they're talking about is could he get 60? Mm. I don't care. Like, play well, win games, look like you're ready, come playoff time. Well, I think you also have that view of not caring about that because we've seen in the past that you can do those things, but in the end, they can mean nothing. Mm. He can go out and score 50, but it doesn't matter because of what's happened in the past. So you care about the team as a whole and how they're playing because you know that that is the most important part of the game. Yep. Obviously, it's great having superstars, but I mean, 
when you're playing well as a team and you're doing you're doing the right things, mm-hmm. and as hockey guys say, doing the right things, doing things the right way, doing things the right way every single day. Yeah, as our best friend would say. But um, I, I get what you're saying because that's all that really matters at the end of the day. So we should talk about it. Like they they've looked pretty good over this last stretch of games, especially the Vegas game. I know that you can look at Vegas and say like, oh, well, you know, they're they're so injured. That's that's their AHL team. It's like, well, you know what? A couple Saturdays ago, they lost to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. So... <laughs> yeah, they did what they had to do. Yes. They did what so, they had to do. So, I mean, I, I don't care. The bar's low yeah. at this point. And so, if it is an AHL team, you should be going out and dominating for three periods like they did against yeah. the Vegas Golden Knights. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I just, this is this is what the season is going to be. It's like it's dawning. You are witnessing, the people who are watching this are witnessing it hit me that this is what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, they're going to have success. You're going to feel good but you're still going to be trepidatious like going forward and like where what do we do what well, do, we, like, the, do I do I ride a high right now do yeah. I ride a high i mean as as a, like the way i look at it is obviously when we watch that game there's things like you said how they're playing as a team you can dissect it like you shouldn't be giving up eight breakaways a game yes you shouldn't be giving up as many odd man rushes as this team gives up but at the end of the day, we want this team to make the playoffs because doing this podcast is a lot more fun yes. when they're in the playoffs oh, yeah. and when they're in contention. So, Although you could argue that it's better for business when they stink. Yeah, but but if they like really stink. Oh, no, like, then, then it's, then it's not the, good. If they're the Buffalo Sabres, if they're the Arizona Coyotes, like it's a whole different story. It's no good for anyone. Like as long as they're in the playoff picture then being negative is more fun because, you know, at the end of the day, it's like they're they're still going to be there. But I, I just want to see, like, tonight I was just invested. Like, we jumped up. We were so happy yes. when they tied that game. I just, you know what, like, we've come on here. I've come on here specifically in previous weeks and been like, oh, they're in trouble with John Tavares. My, I am so happy. When he gets a big goal. Makes like it feel that. good inside. It does. I love him. I love Johnny. Yeah. Like, I don't like coming on here and, like, dogging him and, like, chirping his contract and saying that he's lost a step. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm a diehard Maple Leaf fan. I, like the rest of you, was over the moon when he signed here and, quote, unquote, came home. And so, like, when you see him get a big goal like that, also tonight, too. Marner takes a cheap shot to the head, and Johnny's the first guy in there. Yeah. Gotta love that. Notable. So, I just, I'm in a place right now where it's like, I feel like I'm damaged as a fan, where it's like a huge win like that, and I just, I'm scared to get too high. I think everybody watching or listening to this podcast feels... The exact same because it sports sports moves so fast and like I said off the top of the show like rewind a week ago mm. there were people talking about Sheldon Keefe getting fired there were people talking Smart. about a core guy getting traded yeah speaking of getting traded talk to me about um, these rumors that are out there about Travis Dermott and Justin Hole potentially being up for grabs your thoughts on that. 
Well, like, what's what's the motive behind it? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it is it? Well, I think they're two players who the organization sees as underperformers. I think, like, like I've talked about Travis. We've talked about Travis Dermott before. I think it's been a couple years now, waiting for him to take a step. I've always been waiting for him to take a step. Always pegged as a top four potential, but it's just like something isn't clicking with whatever. Like, I don't want to. I don't mind Travis Dermott, you know, like I don't, I don't want to come here and like bad mouth him at all. It's just something here I can see is not clicking and it's not so much like he, they're trying to get some money out, which maybe they are. Maybe he's just trying to recoup some draft picks that he traded away the last two years for absolutely nothing. Not his fault, not his fault, but like maybe they're just trying to go out and get another second rounder or something yeah. because they, they've seen that little grin Sandy in the lineup, regardless of how I feel about their skating abilities, they're pretty. They're they're they solid. They played pretty well. Yeah. They, they can move the puck as long as they keep things simple. The, the, the key for all defensemen out there who aren't goats, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Do the simple things. Make the easy pass. Don't step out of your element. And those what those two guys need to do. And they've played okay. I don't think their skating abilities are great. They're obviously not NHL like physically ready to me. I still see them getting muscled off the puck, but it's put up or shut up time for a guy like Timothy Lilligren. He's been in your organization for what? Five years now. The first round pick first round pick. If you don't love Travis Dermott and Travis Dermott, even though he's not making a lot of money, he's making more than Lilligren. It's time to put up or shut up for a guy like him. If you don't want him, get rid of him. If you want to keep him, play him. You got to play him eventually, and you got to play. Sand- I like how they've rolled Sandine out there. Hmm. He's gonna make his mistakes. He's gonna get muscled off the puck. He's gonna make a nice pass. But I'm a fan of getting guys out there and putting them in positions to either succeed or fail. But like you got to let them do it. And if they just want to move on from a Justin Hole or a Travis Dermott, me personally, I have no issue with that. Yeah, none, zero. Hmm. Like it's not gonna make a massive difference. I'm not. Like, I don't hate either guy. I don't love either guy. But if there's a reason why they want to get rid of them to play younger guys to get draft picks, whatever. Speaking of moving the puck and making a good pass and the smart pass and the smart play, you saw tonight ahead of overtime when they went on the four on three. Keith on the bench. Saying to the guys, that foursome on the ice, I just took a, I sat back and I looked and I was like, this is, here it is. Yeah. Most expensive line in hockey. Tavares, Matthews, Marner, Nylander. The most expensive line in hockey. And you saw Keefe on the bench going, the puck has to move. Yes. And you commented on it. Ray Ferraro commented on it. Mm. They are awfully slow on that power play. I mean, if you have an Ovi who, who like, no matter what, the one-timer is coming, and, like, let's let's face it, Alexander Ovechkin's the greatest goal scorer to ever play the game. So if you don't have that, then it's hard. Like, when you got Marner, mm-hmm. the, the guy who's allergic to shooting the puck mm-hmm. on, on his one-time side, like, it's just not going to work. So they have to get moving. If you learn that against Vegas, they scored a power play goal. Why? Because they had Nylander coming down, move the puck, Matthews over to Nylander. 
What do they do in scoring the goal in overtime tonight? Kind of scramble. Matthews over to Nylander. Shoot the puck. Yeah. Got to be quick. They're not good enough to be like, okay, this guy over here, this guy over here. Okay, I'm going to shoot now. They it's can't the same do that. thing, though, where it's like it's you gotta work in looking some, like, for the pretty. Goes. Yeah, but it's not pretty, Ryan. Set a pick or something. Like, like you got to find a way to get a guy moving towards the net or moving into a shooting position because this whole, like, Riley at the top, Marner to the left, Matthews to the right, up, 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 uh, down to Tavar. It doesn't work. Yeah. So, like, you have to get things moving because when you get things moving, the, the penalty killers get scrambly, the goalie gets scrambly, you get opportunities, and that's when you score. So, they need to work on that. <sighs> so, overall, my biggest takeaway... Sound like a broken record, but I'm sorry, folks. Like this is how it's gonna be. Like after after how it went last year, and now like how it's gone through the first three weeks of this season. Like my overall takeaway is not get too high, not get too low. We all said that going into the season, and then we broke our rule after they stunk it up for a week last week. So we're not gonna get too high. We're not gonna get too low. We're gonna feel good. This is a team that, from what I've seen, should make the playoffs. And then we'll we'll see what happens from there. Saturday night. The Boston Bruins. Yay. Yeah. This is this is they're in my head. The Boston Bruins are in my head. They're in every like you said, head. you said on our last episode, like, well, you know, they haven't had the best start to the season. It's like, I don't care. No. I don't care. They're the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. This is this is the the advantage they have over this team and me as a fan. Isn't this the first time they're playing as the Dano Charles Boston Bruins though? I think so. I think he went to the Caps last year. Yeah, he did. This is the first Zdeno Charles. Wow, Bruins. Wow, look at you bringing that bringing that little tidbit there. And like I know Zdeno's been old for a while, but like if anybody knows how to shut a Maple Leaf forward group down it's that big son of a gun yeah so i mean they're still stacked they're still loaded marchand's gross bergeron's gross like i mean i don't know what they're i gotta take take a look see what guys are injured it seems like every team has like multiple injuries other than the leafs Mm. but yeah dude it's boston like expect the worst, yeah, basically, is my is my thing. Here we go again. Expect negative. the worst. Huge, and you won't huge win, down. and you and I are sitting here just dreading Saturday night. I make a concerted effort to come on here and not be negative, and it always just ends up sounding like we're so negative. I know, but like it's just we've seen too much. Yes, we've seen too much. We yeah. can't get back to. Getting excited. Like, priority number one for me is make the playoffs. So, maybe you can come on here and have an entertaining show. Yes. Because I don't want to cover a shitty rebuilding team. Number one. Oh, yeah. But number two, it's like, it doesn't, like, oh, like, it doesn't matter what they do. Because we know. We've seen it. Yeah. It's the same team. We've yeah. seen it. They might come out. They might be legends. And we're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. They'd be Boston. Mm-hmm. Like, or they can go out and play like they did against the Wilkes-Barre Penguins. Like, Wilkes-Barre Scranton. Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. There you go. Like, it's... You know, it's 50-50. You yeah. don't know. It's it's not like, oh, they're going to have a good game, but they didn't, couldn't get like Like, tonight actually was almost, they had a good game, but couldn't get it done. Well, you could tell they were up for the game tonight. That was one thing that I was really happy to see. Like, this team's motivation and, like, give a shit meter has been called out on numerous occasions. Yeah. And before the game, Morgan Riley's talking about how this is, like, an early season, like, test for them and, like, measuring stick. 
Yeah. Is the word he used. And like, you could tell they were up for it. Like sure. they, they wanted to win that game. They understood like, this is the two time defending two time defending cup champs. Yeah. And you could tell they were up for it. And it's a huge win yeah, for the room. room. Yeah. It like, is a huge win for the room. Screw the X's and O's like for that room. That's the one thing I know about tonight is it's a huge win for that dressing room. Yeah. It's a massive win for that dressing room. What they do with it. I don't know. We don't, we know this group. You, you think one thing you get another thing the next day. So who knows what happens but as long as they can get up and, and like, we're not idiots. We watch the games. We could see when they're awful. We could see like tonight. It's like, if they lost one, nothing, it's like, okay. Like you gave up too many breakaways, but like Vasilevsky's unreal. Like, he you know, is, whatever. He's, he's disgusting. It's like, I can't be watching what happened in Pittsburgh. No. A couple weekends. No. Like that, I can't, I can't watch that. Anymore. No, I literally might like vomit. You're going to throw if, up. I'm actually going to throw up. If, You're, if, if that continued to happen, I would come on here and that chair would just be empty. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't. No. Like like yeah. Like you look at the I don't want I know this is a leaf show, but like you look at the Buffalo Sabres and what happened. Like I I wouldn't be doing this podcast <laughs> if we were covering that team. No, like, you know, like it's pretty awful. You know what? This team might drive us crazy and they might be so unpredictable and and we might have been hurt in the past. One thing I've learned through all those years of not making the playoffs, all the years that this team didn't make the playoffs, all the years that that team didn't make the playoffs, I would rather get in and lose in game seven every single year than be, than than, be a than, than be a loser again. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. no. No, 100% like, agree. No. 100% but, agree. All right, well, I can't think of a better note to end this episode on. So, huge win. Love it. Overall, really stoked on the give-a-shit the give a shit meter and the battle and then getting a uh, power play goal in overtime. Having great goal to Having great... Oh, yeah, Jack Campbell. Like, it, the there, MVP. There's, there's no... Yeah, th- that's not up for debate who the M- early season MVP is for the Maple Leafs. And if your goalie's your MVP, uh, you're probably making the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out today. If you like what you see, I did it again. What again? I, I screwed up the the, the send-off. Well, what, whatever. I don't Here, know. Okay, do okay, it so, again. Yeah, I just, like, but you know what? Sometimes you look into it, and it just sails out, and then other times you look into the camera, and it's just a complete and utter well, it's, disaster. It's not, it's not the most natural thing. It's like... Me and you sit here, we have a conversation yeah. about a team, whatever, but like now you gotta like transition transition into being like, post mode. Did you do in the TSN? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs> I'm gonna try it like this. There you go. Cut a promo. Thanks everybody for checking us out this week. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word, tell your friends. If you want to follow us on social media, head on over to our Instagram at Talking Buds Podcast. We you can also find us on Dean Blundell's podcast network on his website and across his whole social media network. So tons of places that you can find the Talking Buds podcast. It's growing. <laughs> This is this is when when all the nerds come out for the wrestling references. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.